You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye Everybody and welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, as always, for 100 times, uh, at the very least, Ryan Knightsey. And with me, as always, is the man of a thousand nicknames, uh, the man who has, has joined me on this journey for, again, 100 times, Mikey Manfredi. Mikey. Oh my God, Mikey, we're here. It's the Hundy Epi Speci. How are you doing, my man? The Hundy Epi Speci. Hundy Epi Speci. Hundy Epi Speci. I've just embraced it at this point. Man, did you think we'd get to 100? Isn't that crazy? It's insane to me. It, like, part of me is like, yes, but like, part of me is like, what the hell? Why are what, we're doing this for a hunt? We're like, like the like, I always thought that like the idea of the show being that we're like you know, we're you know fantasy booking and stuff, but and like you know the short term of it all is fun, but like literally it's like we have been like legit booking SmackDown and accompanying pay per views, yeah. Since what it was since what August of last year? Yeah. What was our when was our first episode? We've been doing this for like. August of 2018. In a few months, it'll be two years. Like, yeah, isn't that wild? That's insane to me. It's like it. In we've like been legit months. booking SmackDown for a year and a half. Yeah, right. Just about. Like, like I, in, in like five months, it'll be two years. Yeah, it, literally. But we got a hundred episodes, like a hundred episodes of SmackDown and pay per views under our belt. We're, we're we got our bona fides, buddy. Like we're bona fide uh, bookers at this point. <laughs> we're, we're we're bona fide hundred episode bookers. Hundy yep, especially hundy yep, especially raw. Every, you're, every you're, time you're over thousand episodes. We've got nothing on us. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're coming for you Monday Night Raw. We're gonna put you out of business. Going head to head. I guess we're going head to head to SmackDown the Fox. But. Cutting up, cutting the promo um, on Raw, baby. Yeah, so thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, if you're a day one, if you're if you j- recently joined us, doesn't matter. We thank every single person that listened to the show. Uh, we love each and every one of you, and we you know we yeah we did it a hundred episodes, uh, and you know we're not stopping. We're now. in triple digits, we baby. Trip trip dig. <laughs> trip dig is not anything. Uh, it's probably my worst shortening of words ever. Hundy yeppy specie. Hundy yeppy specie. That's going to get annoying. It probably already is. Uh, yeah, but we're not going anywhere anytime soon. We got we got lots more to plan. Obviously, we have WrestleMania around the corner. And, uh, you know, Mikey, we got a huge announcement at the end of this episode. So, you know, big, if you're listening. Big announcement. Everyone better buckle their butts into their seats and get ready. 
for this gigantic announcement that is coming at you later this episode. Yeah, it is. It is very important that you would want to uh, stay tuned till the end of the episode for a huge announcement, especially for those longtime fans. I, you know, I highly recommend you get listening because a little bit, a little bit of tease coming at you, baby. A little bit of tease. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so you know, we're celebrating our 100th episode today. So I wanted to talk to you, Mikey, about you know, we've done a lot of storylines. We've done a lot of stuff. What are some of your personal favorite storylines that we've done in 100 episodes? Oh, uh, we've had so many. Like we've we've booked a lot of a lot of matches. How oh many? My God. Real quick, real quick estimation. How many matches do you think we booked so far? We're at 100 episodes. We book four or five matches every week. Maybe like 500 say, matches. So plus, if we plus, did like, uh, uh, maybe like 450 though, right? Like. Like 450, 500 matches, somewhere between that? I mean, that's just in SmackDowns. we got to add pay-per-views as well. Yeah, it, I, so maybe like 450 to 525. I don't know. Like, it, it's not like a huge it's amount. Because obviously some Smack, some SmackDowns had only four matches. Some were only had three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, we've booked a lot of matches. Like, yeah. We've, we've, we've written a lot of segments. Uh, we've written like 500 segments. You know, Honestly, written, like, it's wild. Maybe like three, four hundred promos. Mm-hmm. Oh my Jesus god, I'm getting stre- I'm stressed out now. Oh my god, <laughs> and we have so but much. We, it's crazy. It's but crazy. yeah, so we've gotten we've gotten so many storylines under our belts. What were your some of your personal favorites, Mikey? Some of my personal favorites. Uh, I mean, my my I'm a little biased, but it's definitely the Aiden English heel turn split from Rusev Day. Uh, promo. Oh yes. Yes, where, do you, where he do you, revealed he was turning. Do you still have that that uh, promo with you anywhere? Yeah, actually, I found it the other day when I was going through my Indy five hundred notebook. It was just chilling in the back, and I have it on the. I have it written down. This was not a planned bit, folks. I just asked him if he still had it, and he legit had it on him. I was yeah, I, I still. So I, I, I literally like just just found it like two days ago. Not even. Can you hit me with that promo? Yeah, this is, it was, so it was, to, to frame the frame you know, the reference audience. It was Rusev Day, and we decided to break them up so that we could form English and Elias a a musical the duo tag team. tag team, the singing tag team. And so at Hell in a Cell, uh, 2018, Mikey wrote this promo to enact uh, that heel turn from English. Now picture Aiden English singing this because I'm not a good singer. Mm-hmm. San Antonio, it's me. This. The Shakespeare song, here to sing you a story, so follow along. At Hell in a Cell, the battle was won, because this man right here, he can't be undone. The Bulgarian brute has totally crushed his prey. However, today shall be a very tragic Rusev day. And then Aiden English like, smashes Rusev with a guitar or something. Oh. I remember it was something like that. Oh, so good. So good. So good. I love that. That was to me. That was like the first moment where I was like, "Fuck, we're good." <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, maybe not. Worry. I'm very egotistical, I guess. But like, not like "fuck, we're good," but "fuck." I was like, "We could do oh, this. we could do this. We yeah. we could do this." Just pulling out shit like that. That was like perfect. I could easily see that on TV, and it never happened. I think nope. instead he, I think, slept with Lana. I don't know. I think that was weird. that. That storyline was so weird because it kind of just faded out. Like like. It had, like, that whole thing where it was, like, maybe Aiden slept with Lana, and then nothing else after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed, um, 
again, part of the part of the mystique of the show, the the mystery surrounding the show is how frequently we are in line with um uh the real world. Yeah. You know, how often the randomizer or us happen to get something correct or happen to predict something early. Yeah, it's really constantly. And to me, this was the storyline of Bray Wyatt turning aggressively dark and like way more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and getting like Rowan and Harper and basically reforming the Wyatt family. We but basically what I'm saying here, everybody. We essentially predicted the fiend months before the fiend appeared. We knew uh, it was I coming. I'm trying to see when it first happened, when the fiend first really happened. Um, I guess maybe kind of classic. We didn't call him the fiend though. What did we we called him? We just said Bray Wyatt. I think. Yeah, we were just like we were just like a dark Bray Wyatt or something. Yeah. But it was uh, basically we predicted the fiend, so it kind of started happening around like the end of 2018, and then the fiend first appearance uh, was what SummerSlam August 2019. So like eight months later, he the fiend appeared. It was our idea. It was me, Austin. <laughs> it was me. But yeah, it's like I, I cannot believe that we got that right. I also really enjoyed one of my favorite storylines out of the first season of Hit the Books was Rollin Styles. Yeah, that was a great uh, feud. You and I, like early on when we had our pitch, we sort of did it like the Paul Heyman SmackDown Six. We like picked a couple of people that were like, We're gonna build everything around these people. Mm-hmm. Um and Rollins and Styles obviously were two of those guys. And literally from the beginning um, of the show, I think you and I sort of knew. I don't know if we ever outright said it to each other, but I think we both knew that, like, WrestleMania, we're doing Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Yeah, once, once we had both of those guys on our roster, it was kind of like a no-brainer. So literally from, like, the first Hell in a Cell match, that was that Fatal 4-Way, which was the four guys, Owens, McIntyre, Rollins, Styles. Mm-hmm. And then I think we eventually added Brian into that. Um... And then eventually Balor became yeah. like the fifth and sixth. Uh, yeah, that, those were um, those were definitely the winners of for us. But they're like, yeah, it's like we we slowly but surely built to Allen's um, for Styles. We had like si- tiny seeds like the Hell in a Cell one on one. We eventually had that steel cage match with Balor where they, where Styles lost, and then they you know he turned heel and whatnot. And, they and, it, and and we got our biggest. We got out of out of season one. We got our biggest our continually our biggest draw throughout the podcast uh, drew mcintyre yeah we uh that it, i don't think we definitely ex- did not expect mcintyre to be as big as he was but like because being that part of that top four he was a big draw for us he was he remember he started out by like pointing at the wwe championship mm-hmm. i believe that was the first appearance with mcintyre i can look it all the way back luckily i got this archive we gotta release this archive at some point yeah we had we had mcintyre show up and then just be like yep i'm coming for that literally episode two came out august 28 2018 um backstage segment Styles walks to Gorilla for his match, which was a triple threat. Oh, no, it was a handicap match. Rollins and Owens versus Styles. Uh, back in Gorilla, McIntyre stops him, gives a tap on the title, and walks away. That was the beginning of McIntyre, and that 
evolved into creating the Hunter character of Drew McIntyre, eventually, you know, battling Finn Balor at WrestleMania, losing, and then getting the title at, was it Backlash or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, we, season one was like long term storytelling. Seth Rollins and Styles, the rise of Drew McIntyre. And I loved, I love what we did there. Any other storylines we really liked, Mikey? Um, there was that mid, uh, when when Mojo Raleigh and Canellos were kind of fighting to be Mrs. Apprentice was really good. Yeah, I really like that. I really like I, that. Part of me is like that's like a soft spot in my heart. I was like, I really like just like them fighting over it, and it, it was kind of a, it was a solid like undercard feud mm-hmm. um, that I really enjoyed. Um, and then obviously that evolved into Canellos um, being a being like a part of. Uh, Undisputed Era eventually turned into them, you know, Canales joining Undisputed Era at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. which was a great spot. Yeah. Um, other other storylines are like I, I love Riot and Baszler happening what a, right now. Riot and Baszler when we when it first started it was such a classic. Yeah, that is easily my favorite storyline. I think I think we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I also really like the Goldberg storyline that we're doing right now, <laughs> but other people hate it, and I get it, Mikey. I think we're making. Uh, I think. I think. I mean, we talked about it before the podcast, but I think we made it into something interesting. Yes, I agree. Um, I liked uh, what was potentially happening with Naomi's heel turn at Money in the Bank. Yeah. Uh, that storyline was uh, Naomi won the Money in the Bank uh, title at Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. you know, the self-appointed pay-per-view. And then she cashed it in, cashed in her title in like a heel manner. Uh, that same uh, did, didn't she hit somebody with the heel. didn't she hit the person with the briefcase and then cash it in or something? Uh, let me double check. I believe I believe she attacked Natalia. Um, I believe that's what happened. She attacked Natalia and won it. Uh, as Natalia had Flair and a sharpshooter between a ladder. This was a new disqualification match, by the way. Naomi makes a surprise attack on Natalia with the briefcase, enters the match, and then pins Natalia to win the SmackDown Live. Yeah, she she ran in on the match. Donk Natalia on the head with the briefcase from behind, and then pinned her. And then just that was it. That was it. And then uh, the next week, she said, uh, "For those for those that don't feel the glow, catch up." That was her big yeah he ending heel line because she was like, "Prove all the Twitter Twitter Twitterers wrong." Mm-hmm. Um, I really and then obviously then fizzled out a little bit what are uh, what are the storylines uh, not our storyline but the randomizer storyline of sasha banks becoming a huge star oh yeah it's, it's just a randomizer just being like hey sasha you're ne- you're the you're the next you're the next top person now it was a trend i was noticing because so obviously we had to like randomize some raw matches because it was like survivor series or whatnot mm-hmm. you know we had to figure out who was our smackdown team gonna face on the raw side Mm-hmm. So we had to randomize some stuff. And basically what started happening was this huge storyline of Sasha Banks. So it started with it started with Survivor Series 2018. Mm-hmm. Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. That match does in fact happen in our universe. Becky Lynch wins, defeats Ronda Rousey, giving her her first loss. Then go to Royal Rumble where Sasha Banks defeats Ronda Rousey to win the Raw Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey later that night becomes the 30th entrant in the Women's Royal Rumble and wins the Royal Rumble, challenges Sasha Banks for the title at WrestleMania in the main event. That's right, in our universe, the main event of WrestleMania 
what was it WrestleMania whatever number 35 34 I don't remember um I don't remember uh the first ever women's main event in our universe is Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks Sasha Banks retains um, wild and that was and that was that and then I think you know later it was at was that Money in the Bank maybe uh no not at Money in the Bank it was SummerSlam Survivor Series again I don't freaking know anymore <laughs> who knows oh my god it's so well where, where SummerSlam there we go SummerSlam was then um uh Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch where Becky Lynch defeated Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship Dang. It was like this huge arc that Sasha Banks was going on in the background. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Whoa!" Uh, any other last ones, Mikey? Uh, I mean, you gotta you gotta remember the the U.S. title run that Kevin Owens had, where he oh, where yeah. he didn't actually where he <laughs> oh, wanted to be WWE champion, but they forced him to defend it until what was it WrestleMania, and then he gets a title yeah, shot. Yeah, he was. He was for he did not want to be U.S. champion. He was forced to defend it every single week. Uh, until WrestleMania, he's like, I don't want to do it. I don't, and he would like eat food off of it. He would like throw it in the dumpster. Mm. He he just like legit did not want this title. He he didn't think it was good oh. enough for Kevin Owens, and he just kept disrespecting it. It was really really good. Which, which uh, fun 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 funny enough, I don't know what the word is. Um, funnily, uh, God, I can't think of the word. But what was great about that, Mikey, was that if I remember correctly, I'm trying to find the first time Kevin Owens turned heel in that. So, yeah, Kevin Owens won the title on January 15th, 2019 from Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Next week, Kevin Owens, United States Cha- Championship celebration, took the belt off Rey Mysterio, gloats, but then he drops the United States Championship, stomps on it, announces his entrance into the Royal Rumble, and then leaves. Um... If I remember correctly, this that episode was the episode we recorded with Kevin Carroll. Uh, remember, remember our first guest, our, Kevin Carroll, our first and only guest, Kevin Carroll. <laughs> yes, um, uh, of uh, lastbloggerstanding.com. Yes. He, if I remember correctly, he pitched that idea. He pitched the idea of like Kevin sort of turning heel. And then it unraveled into us doing this bit with Kevin Owens where every week he would, like, you know, disrespect the title. Yeah. So it was, like, literally, it's, like, a guest came... That, like, that was the power of the guests that we had. Uh, was, like, oh, you pitched this thing, and then we ran with the idea. Yeah, right? It was... It's pretty wild. Into one of our favorite and pitches. hey, wrestling Twitter. If, hit us up. Yes, please. Hit us up. At HitTheBooksPod. Tweet us. If you want to be on the show, just tweet us. We can easily make it happen. Uh, now that we know that Google Hangouts is a way better tool. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so so now that's now that uh, we talked about favorite storylines, Mikey. Obviously, there's storylines that we weren't able to tell, or stuff happened, or the randomizer got to us. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, the just stories that sort of fell apart, or just weren't clicking, whatever. Um, you know, wh- what were some of, in your opinion, some things that you really wanted to tell, really felt like you wanted to do, but something just happened um, that just didn't work out. Uh, part of me wish, part of me. Wishes we did a little better by Pete Dunn. Like, we, we pushed him a little yeah. too hard, and things got a little awkward, and we kind of ended up dropping that. Uh, yeah. He was the WWE champion yeah, Pete, yeah. for a little while, which is crazy. He was the WWE champion for a couple months, and it was just like, it, it just nothing was clicking. It was like, oh, we hot shot at him a little bit too hard. Yeah. And it was just like, well, I don't know what's happening, but it's just not clicking for this guy. It was sort of disappointing. Yeah, it was, it was, it really was just, Pete it Dunn was, was sort of disappointing. 
Uh, talking about it earlier, Naomi's heel turn. She got a, she turned heel, cut a promo. I think had a match the next week where she got injured for several months. So for me, that was that one. I was really excited about Naomi's heel turn, and then she immediately gets injured. It's just like, ah, dang it! <laughs> it's another thing. Uh, Strowman was a, a guy that like we tr- we had, we got, we were like, you know, because the season one, Mikey, we didn't really have like any monsters. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have Strowman, we didn't have Samoa Joe, uh, we didn't have um, obviously Brock. Um, there was, there was a bunch of guys that like, we just did not have. And so in season two, when we did the draft, we were like, okay, let's pick up a monster. And we were, and we picked up Braun Strowman through the draft or through the superstar shakeup. Yeah. And then we just did not really have anything for the draft. Yeah. Strowman kind of just, like, we, we thought we were going to do big things with Strowman and it kind of just, we didn't. It was like, we hooked him up with Miz to give him like a little bit. And then that just really didn't feel like it went anywhere. Yeah, that was and that. That me, could have been interesting, but we just yeah, that just kind of just was like. Ugh. But yeah, that was sort of disappointing. What other what other bits uh, for you were were disappointing? Uh, I wish we got to ex- explore Mike Kanellis and Undisputed Era a little more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He join joins Undisputed Era. We have this whole bit where we get Mike Kanellis to join Undisputed Era, and then the Superstar Shakeup comes around. Undisputed Era, all five of those guys, gone. We lost a whole what? handful of guys. It was rough. whole faction disappeared beneath our feet. Um, very disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, you know, shit happens, I guess. You know, just things happen. Yeah. Um, other other big ones, Mikey. Uh, the NXT invasion angle with, like, Paige and Triple H, like, where we, 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 had, we had, like, a weird spout of the randomizer giving us NXT call-ups. So we were like, mm-hmm. what if we just turn this into a thing where we where people from NXT start coming in and trying to take over WWE and SmackDown and just trying to run mm-hmm. shit? But that never. And we started using, we started like using Duke and Shafir in the women's tag team title scene, mm-hmm. and we like had like Gargano and Candice LeRae show up sometimes yeah. on. Uh, and just yeah, we just had and we just had a bunch of NXT calls. Triple H like, was on SmackDown a lot. Those guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm trying to like it was that was like because that was an angle that like started i think at the uh, what, it, it was like a specific show it started it started at. when uh it, i think it was the it was a rollins aj styles title match it was smackdown 1000 yeah and then undisputed era interfered and ruined the title match yes it yes. took out and rollins it was at, and the match before that mikey the Bar versus Evolution, Randy Orton and Batista, where uh, Orton and Batista uh, are winning the match. They look at Flair and Triple H. Triple H is giving a thumbs up, then a thumbs down to Batista. Orton hits Batista with an RKO. The rest of Revolution leaves. Bar pins Batista. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that early in the night, Triple H is revealed to be the mystery person GM Page was on the phone with because we did this bit where GM Page was like texting someone because she advice. was losing control of SmackDown because there was just backstage brawls mm-hmm. all the time. People were interfering in matches like crazy. Mm-hmm. And then Triple H showed up and revealed that he was that person. And then and then and then he, he used that to slowly try to take over, invade SmackDown, and put over his NXT guys. Yeah. And then it culminated at WrestleMania in, like, this huge lumberjack match. Yeah. Um, 
and also Triple H versus Batista. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and just it just it just went from there. It was this huge bit, and then and then it like after that, Batista won the match, and Undisputed Era went to Raw, and we were just like, well, I guess that storyline's yeah, over. Yeah, it was rough. Well, it it would have been so cool if we just kept it going. Mm-hmm. Well, what if you, we kept it going, where would you have wanted to go? I don't know. I would have wanted it to be, like, more NXT tag teams getting called up and, like, taking the time. Like, I want it to be, like, NXT starting to win. Like, NXT stars starting to win all of the SmackDown championships. Mm-hmm. And I would have also liked Yo, to see, yeah. like, H try to, like, convert some rec- more recent call-ups. You know, like Finn Balor, like Kevin Owens. Like, people who used to be, like, NXT stars. Mm-hmm. Try to get them yeah, on his really side. really get his... his- Really get the tentacles spreading throughout SmackDown. Yeah, yeah that would have been cool. That would have been a cool idea. I like because that could have easily started with like an NXT team winning the women's tag team championships because that would have happened. That would have been like you know very nondescript mm-hmm. um, idea. Um, I like. Yeah, that's true. I think for me though, the biggest storyline that we wish we were able to tell: uh, Demon versus the Hunter. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, that we built up, went to WrestleMania to Backlash. We had this whole bit. We, we've talked about it on the show before. Like, that match, Demon versus the Hunter, we were setting up to be the WrestleMania, this WrestleMania, the WrestleMania that we are currently building to. It was we going to be the main event. For that match was going to be the main event for the WWE Championship possibly some sort of like two out of three falls match you know some sort of stipulation or whatever we were building we were we were going we were building that match we were planning to build that match for a whole year yeah and it just fell apart you know mcintyre uh he's winning all these titles balor was like on a losing streak and then like combined his essence with the with with the demon Mm -hmm. Because he because he we, cause we dropped him in, we dropped Ballard, him in the lake of reincarnation. Because he lost the demon to McIntyre. Yeah, yeah. And so then we, was... then we dropped him into the lake of reincarnation. Then he became just the demon, mm-hmm. and then he got injured. And then Balor got injured. He's still injured. He doesn't come back. He got how what was he? He got injured for twenty eight weeks. Would have been. What is he coming? Oh. When is he coming back? Let's see. Uh, Finn Balor. Finn, Finn Balor returns May 3rd. He's coming back soon. Two months? It's like two months or so. Two and a half. Yeah, roughly a little, little less than two months from now. Because we, we got a bunch of people returning. Sasha Banks comes back this Sunday. Scott Dawson's around the corner. Xavier Woods is around the corner. Finn Balor's after that. Kofi Kingston is after that. They can finally get back together again. Yeah, it's like we got a lot of people around the corner just like When the New Day is all together again, we have to have like some sort of big celebration, right? Like they're going to be – they're going to do something. Oh, yeah. I I did the math and it was like after, you know, after WrestleMania when we do the draft and everything, Xavier Woods will be healthy during the draft. So that we could have Biggie and Xavier Woods be, like team up and you know reunite mm-hmm. again. Um, yeah, like it, the Demon versus the Hunter. It just like it was the that was the moment I think in my head where like the random the the mystique the, the mystery of the randomizer came to a head. Yeah. It, like it 
it was like that was the moment where it was like nothing hurt as as bad as this as as that it ruined all of our plans because then immediately after that mcintyre like a month or two later mcintyre got a wellness policy violation and had to relinquish the title yeah it was a mess um yeah and, and it was like after that naomi's heel turn she got injured for several weeks yeah we, we could have had a like, heel we naomi like, as champion but she had to also relinquish and then riot it. got injured this, season two in my Started eyes as a like season wreck. one <laughs> season season one was the stories of the long-term storytelling that we were trying to play Season two was like, let's do long-term storytelling. And season two was like the ran- the plague of the randomizer. The, it, it was, it was the, the, um, the, the rule of the randomizer, the, the, the reign of the randomizer. Yeah, the terror of the randomizer. Yeah. God, I hate that thing. Um, well, Mikey, uh, with all that, you know, reminiscing down memory lane, you know, we're, we're, you know we're, it's not just any old episode. This is, of course, the Honey Yeppie Special. Honey Yeppie Special. Honey Yeppie Special. Um, so, you know, we gotta hope we still have a card for us. You know, we still now have that a we're half hour in. Let's start booking. Yeah. Oh, man. We got a full goddamn card in front of you folks. Of course, like we said, we're on the way to WrestleMania. We got a bunch of matches already prepped and lined up for mm-hmm. you, Mikey. So why don't you kick us off and tell us what is All happening? All right. So who opens up SmackDown? None other than Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns opens up SmackDown. He says he talked to GM Page last week and that she talked to Vince, and it turns out there's nothing she could do. Goldberg is in the match, and Roman is out. But I'm not going to let that stop me. I've been a fighter my entire life, and I'm not going to let this this fight stop me. I'm not going to let Vince McMahon stop me. I'm not going to let Goldberg stop me. If Vince wants me out of the match, then I'm going to find a way back in. Vince McMahon walks out and says that he's tried for years to make Roman a star in this business, and he's failed at every junction, so he's given up on him. Goldberg's the new star. He's the money. He's the draw. He's the talent that this company needs. Not you, Roman Reigns. Ro- oh, dang. <laughs> Getting meta in here, baby. That's right. There's no bigger draw than a 53-year-old Jewish man, Goldberg. <laughs> Roman says that he's been carrying this company on his back for years. Roman's worked so incredibly hard to get where he is today, and he's not going to lose his opportunity. Vince asks what he's going to do about it. Roman walks... Oh, oh. Hold on, you got to do the voice, Mikey. Vince asks Roman Reigns, Roman, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do do about it? Oh, my God. What is is Roman going to do? Is he going to be a baby? Roman drops his mic and begins to walk away, and then he turns around and hits the Superman punch on Vince McMahon. And says, this is only the beginning, Vince. And walks away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> little young bucks bit. Oh, I like that. Give me a little oh, more yeah. of that. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's going. I like that. I really like the premise. Like, it's a very meta premise of, like, Goldberg just being injected into the, like, just replacing this whole bit. Like, Roman is now being the like fashioned as like the guy that is against part-timers mm-hmm. which is ironic because we've also like in a way did it properly cuz you know in the real world Roman 
you know, he did like some media conference about WrestleMania next year about how it's taking place in LA. And he was asked about hit a match against, you know, you know, who a match against somebody, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, a match against whoever. And he was like, I would love to face Bray Wyatt. I don't want to face Goldberg. Yeah. You know, I want to give, I want to give some props to the younger yeah. guys. And this, and like, literally it's like, I like to imagine that conversation still happened in this universe. Goldberg got inserted in this match and he's like, what the hell, yeah. man? I want to face Daniel Bryan. I want to get some good matches in here. Now Goldberg's squashing his little feet into this match. Yeah. What the hell are you doing, bud? Know, man. But yeah. Roman feels the same as Controversy. all Controversy. Anyway, yeah. this this segment and yeah and it, oh and and this is how we get Roman to agree with the the audience to agree with Roman because the Roman's fighting directly with the yeah. audience. He he is Not fighting he is against like Aaron he's like, Avatar in this one. Yeah, you you were meant to be empathetic with Roman Reigns because you don't want Goldberg to be in this mm-hmm. match. Also, what a weird match that we currently have planned. Goldberg versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship. In a billion years, would we have ever expected that? I don't think so. I wouldn't have. Insane. Jesus. All right, so this segment leads into our first match of The Miz and John Morrison versus Cesaro and Sami Zayn, in which Cesaro and Sami Zayn pick up the victory. Big win for them. Yeah, just just a single tag match sort of bit. Sami Zayn and Cesaro getting a little win. That continued story about the Miz. Is Miz getting pinned here? You know, is that is that probably the bit? Yeah, probably. I'll say Zayn pins Miz. Um, yeah, just, you know, continue a bit of Miz being a loser. <laughs> uh, for lack of a better term. Um, yeah, Miz, you know, just continue that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving right along, uh, GM Page, a backstage segment, announces that tonight and next week, will be Intercontinental ladder match qualifying matches for the final entrant in a match at WrestleMania. Of course, that ladder match will have six spots, uh, and she couldn't decide on the last person, so we're having two matches for it. Tonight will be the Velveteen Dream taking on Keith Lee and Big E, and next week will be Gulak versus Cesaro versus Kevin Owens. The winners of those two matches will face off against each other the week following, and the winner will then enter the Intercontinental Ladder Match at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. And I know you're wondering, you know, who's in the ladder match? GM Page has yet to reveal who is actually in the ladder match. Obviously, there's going to be AJ Styles. He is the Intercontinental Champion, so he's obviously in it. But you Six know, people that are in AJ Styles are going to be in this match for the title. AJ has no chance to defend it. It's going to be AJ versus AJ versus AJ. He's going to be in against himself, and he's going ladder phenomenal forums to himself. Um, he's just going to go on the top of the ladder, do a 450 Phoenix Splash, and then fucking land it on his feet. Um, he's like, she says, well, you're going to have to wait, because in three weeks, we're going to have a gauntlet match. That's right, another gauntlet match featuring all of the participants in that WrestleMania ladder match. So stay tuned to find out. So again, Mikey, Dang. we have a triple threat tonight. Triple threat next week. Those the winners of those triple threats face off the following week, and then the last SmackDown before WrestleMania will be the IC ladder match participant gauntlet match, where we'll find out finally who is in the ladder match at WrestleMania. Yeah, sounds like it's going to be so a exciting blast. stuff. Exciting stuff. 
Uh, following that, we get a singles match, Ember Moon with Asuka in her corner versus Carmella with Naomi in her corner. Interesting. Um, yeah, of course, we had uh, uh, Ember, the Empress of the Night taking on Carmella and Naomi two weeks ago. So now we get a singles match between the two competitors. Cool. Yeah, just a you know little little bit. We're hyping up towards Ember Moon versus Asuka at WrestleMania. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have a backstage interview with AJ Styles talking about the ladder match at WrestleMania. He says that this whole thing that GM Page has cooked up is the dumbest thing he's ever heard, and she's working for some dumb bosses in, in his life. Mikey. Incredible. I like AJ just being like, this sucks. This sucks. I've had this shitty bosses in the I past, hate this. and this is dumber than all of it. It's like, well, I was like thinking about. It. I was like, I was like backstage interview of AJ Styles talking about the ladder match at WrestleMania. Well, he's a heel. He hates this shit. <laughs> he's dumb. <laughs> just bury. He just like buries it. He's like, I don't know. He's he's basically like, I don't know my participants for three more weeks. I don't know who I'm defending a title in a goddamn ladder match. This stu- This sucks, and AJ Styles hates this. Oh my god. <laughs> and after that, we have. A tag team match between the OC and Birch and Lorcan, in which the OC take the victory after Gallows pins Birch. After the match, the OC grab a mic and say that heavy machinery is not worthy to carry these championships. You are too Ooh. you are just two bumbling idiots who wiggle their hips and dance a lot and got lucky last week. <laughs> ah shit, dang. Two- I said one-on-one, but I realize it doesn't make sense because it's a tag match. Two-on-two, you'll never be able to take us down. The greatest tag team SmackDown has ever seen. The OC leave. Wow. Wow, big old heels trying to get the win, get the momentum back. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like I like that stuff. I'm very much, I very much look forward to this match at WrestleMania. I like where the OC is headed. And I like, you know, where this, I guess really this whole thing is headed. I'm, I'm interested to see what you have planned in store for us, Mikey. Yeah, I'm I, I, I'm putting heavy machinery over, man, clearly. <laughs> and I'm very excited for this tag match at WrestleMania between these two. I'm sure it'll be great. Also, this this got me thinking. Is it like, you know how when it's a one-on-one match, people say, I'm taking you on mano-a-mano. Would it, would it mm-hmm. be like duo-e-duo for a tag team match? <laughs> Yes, I would say yes. I don't know Spanish, but I would say yes. <laughs> um, is mono Spanish? No. Yeah, mono is Spanish, no. right? Uno is Spanish for is one. It Latin? Oh, what is mono then? <laughs> Hold on. I got to look it up now. Is mono an STD? No, not, get out of here. Uh, okay, I'm, this is going to take me five hours. Maybe it's me. I don't know. Anyways, next up, we got a video package showing Amber Moon and Asuka's tag team domination. Of course, uh, last week we showed a video package that explained, or two weeks ago, we showed a, a video package that explained their rivalry in XT. Last week was their individual rivals to the main roster. And this week we just saw a little bit of their, you know, eventually they decided to form a tag team. They won the women's tag team championships uh, and just dominated as a tag team on Raw. So, uh, uh, and eventually SmackDown. So, but just get a video package that really explains what went into there. Following that, we also get a women's tag match, the Iconics versus some local jobbers. After the match, the Iconics say that they are watching Raw this Monday very closely to see who will be winning the number one contenders match on Raw and challenge them at WrestleMania. 
Plus, apparently, there's another one of those matches happening down in NXT, down in Full Sail, because uh, they're you know they're doing something as well. Then all of a sudden, Bailey comes out and attacks the Iconics, both Whoa. of them, and then leaves. Whoa! Where did Bailey That's come right. from? Bailey, coming from Raw, in fact, uh, has stormed the ring and attacked the Iconics. Wild. So. I don't know what's happening on Raw, but Bailey is is after the Iconics. Interesting. I don't know what she's thinking. That heel, that that goddamn dirty rascal. What heel. a heel! At destroying her friends, buddy things. <laughs> I don't know. Unbelievable. Anyways, Mikey, we got no, we got a promo here. Sheena Baszler. Last week, she said that she had some offers to give to Ruby Riot if she really wanted that match at WrestleMania. So this is that promo. Shayna Baszler walks out and says that it's amazing how much desperation ignores intelligence. You see, Ruby has had me in her sight since May of last year. And in every outing together, I've beaten her. At stomping grounds, I proved I can beat her anywhere in this building. At SummerSlam, I proved that I was the last woman standing. At no mercy... I showed her and the so-called queen my history of being a cage fighter up close and personal. And I guess I showed Ruby that so badly that she ended up getting injured for months. All because she was determined, yet didn't want to use her brain. Uh, The difference between you and me, Ruby, is that I am smart and determined and, best of all, dangerous. I know you want this match, Ruby, but you're too determined for your own good. So because... I'm smarter than you, and every single person in this arena, I'm going to use that against you. You want to fight me, Ruby Riot? Here's what has to happen. Number one, next week, I'm going to have to face two of the baddest women on the planet. And no, I'm not talking about the crappy little horse women of WWE. I'm talking about the real horse women. Next week, it's you in a handicap match against Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir. Whoa. If you can beat them... In two weeks, you will have to take on the person you tried to save, Nikki Cross, in a tables match. Oh, and hey, Nikki, if you want to win, I will personally give you $100,000 to pay off some of those hospital bills. Damn. Giving giving Nikki a reason to fight and try to win. Uh, Finally, Ruby, I really don't want this match at WrestleMania against you because I don't need to prove myself to you. But if you can get past all of these challenges, then you'll get your match. But it won't just be any match. It will be a Tampa Bay street fight. Damn. Thoughts on this promo? I like it. I like the stipulations. I like the fact that she, uh, she gave Nikki Cross a reason to to want to fight instead of just putting herself through a table and being like, mm-hmm. you get it, Ruby. Yeah. It's, it's like, really no, if Nikki, Nikki, you win it. I was going to be, I, I was thinking about like, oh yeah, just like, um, she gets when Shano, if Shano gets a title match, then she'll give it to Nikki Cross. And I was like, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean, it really doesn't mean anything. So it's like, just give her straight up money. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give Nikki, Nikki Cross a reason to fight. We know Duke and Shafir will fight. Um, that, so that, that'll just, be a big hurdle for Ruby Riot for sure. Oh yeah, she has to get a handicap match against Dugan Shafir, and it's you know, Mikey, it's going to be tornado tag rules. Of course it is. Um, 
And then, you know, eventually Ruby Riot and Nikki Cross in a tables match. And then she can get past those things. A Tampa Bay street fight at WrestleMania. Wild. Jesus Obesus. <laughs> yeah, man, I guess. <laughs> what's wrong? What's wrong? All right, what's up next? Up next, we have our main event of the evening. Velveteen Dream versus Big E versus Keith Lee in a triple threat qualifying match for the IC uh, ladder match. God, yeah. I made that sound as awkward as possible, and I apologize. God damn, pal. Okay, well, Mikey, this like like our all of our main events, we do not have a decision made here. Yeah, um, we do not currently have a decision made. We don't know who's going to win. Um, we have an idea of where we're going. It's just a matter of who gets the victory here: Velveteen Dream, Biggie, or Keith Lee. Big old match. Here's a bold pitch. Okay. Biggie. Oh, singles push. Big E. Have him get a little bit of a singles push while we wait for the rest of New Day to come back. Show that Big E can go on his own. Show that Big E doesn't need Kofi and Xavier if, if they're not around. Mm-hmm. Show that he could be a star on his own. That means that Dream and Keith Lee do not have a WrestleMania match. I mean, obviously, one of them won't have it because obviously someone's going to lose. I but think that, that's okay. We're going to have Velveteen Dream Keith Lee in the men's Andre the Giant Battle Royal. What are you thinking? I personally want Dream to win. Okay. Personally. I, re- I But my follow-up pick is also Big E. I don't really... I'm okay with Keith Lee not winning. I, I think, you know, Keith Lee's still got stuff to prove. But, like, just... You know, it's it's WrestleMania. I want to get Dream in here. And I want a Dream mm-hmm. to do a thing... But I also really like because it's also like it's the new day. It's Big E. So it's I think like remember, remember if they win this match, they don't have a guaranteed spot yet. They still have to take on the winner of next week. That's true. If Big E wins, he still has to face either Gulak, Cesaro, or Owens. Same thing with Dream. Same thing with Dream. Yeah, it, and it's like you know what's what's it gonna be? I just I, you know I don't really know. I like Big E a lot. I also like Dream a lot. I, I'm I'm okay if you making the call. If you say Big E, I'm okay with it. I think I'm all in on Big E on Big E here. Okay, we've decided. We decided, pal. It's gonna be Big E because because we we know we know Dream and Lee are good on their own. We know that, but we we don't really get to see Big E outside of the New Day a lot. This is a this is a rare opportunity for us. This is a rare opportunity to have a singles push in a way for Big E. Yeah. Um, assuming he's able to win and get into the IC title match. Big E is a former Intercontinental Champion, so, like, he could easily, you know, be... He's a make, guy that makes sense to be in this ladder match. All he has to do is get through Kevin Owens, Cesaro, and Drewy Gooks. Drewy Gooks, baby. But, yeah, uh, Big E definitely has, has a shot here. Yeah, and, you know, who, who is, we'll find out who's in it. You know, obviously, we're going to have... AJ Styles coming in, uh, who winner of this match, uh, and then a bunch of other people. No, I think I think it should be just six men, and none of them be AJ Styles, and they, AJ doesn't even get a chance to defend. I think it should be only AJ Styles. Like it should be it should be six copies of AJ Styles. AJ and it's just Styles, one guy's on the top rope. He's doing one guy's on the one 
one guy's on the top rope and he's doing a 450 frog splash onto onto another AJ Styles who's doing a phenomenal forearm to another guy he's doing a reversing it into AJ a fake Styles breaker. and his clones <laughs> he's just I, hey it's me AJ Styles and I'm, I'm not drunk you're drunk I'm drinking oh, no, some he's back. Georgia peach and some some kraus and a guy a crawfish and and a Louisiana Vanna Vanna. Oh, and man. he's having a go old time in a crawl space of my mind. Long time no see there, AJ. Get off my lawn, you goddamn head hot land of sun boy. God damn I've been I've you're oh god I've been having a good Georgia peach of a you time. You know, if you wanted to come I on love... the show, you could have just called. <laughs> I don't need a call. I'm a perfect guest. <laughs> I, you know, I helped you guys get to a hundred ep- episodes, a hundred, whatever crappy name you came up with. I, 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 I had a Georgia. I was sitting on my, I was sitting on my lawn eating a good old Georgia peach, and I was just enjoying my goddamn self. And I was just thinking about how, you know, I, I made those two, those two fools. <laughs> I, 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 I forced that one guy to get down to Georgia and and go to go, you know, go have a Georgia peach with me or something. Georgia and call my cross base and and talking about the hot Atlanta sun and talking. AJ, about you're the saying a lot of words here, buddy. University of Georgia. You're just, I'm not AJ, drunk. You're, like you're drunk. I'm just enjoying a good old fashioned know. creature comforts. We we're just trying to we we're just trying to book our hunty epi special, AJ. I, I need you to I need you to chill. I don't need a chill. You need a chill. You need a goddamn Georgia peach to enjoy and have a get that whole nice and fuzziness coming into your goddamn gub and go rum, 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 and I'm gonna hit a, yes, a goddamn AJ, hey Michelle peach. McCool. You better not be stealing my moves over there. You go, AJ, your what are you, AJ, why are we? You don't need to do this, AJ. <laughs> I need to do it because I made this show. You know what? I am this show. I, it's me. I'm gonna book the show. It's gonna be me versus Georgia peaches every single week of my goddamn. Car- Call space. I know. Don't take me away. Don't take me away. I yes, put me Somebody down. please. Put somebody me, please wrangle him down. up. Hey, God, my daughter, Thank you. Please put, get put get up, him out of here. He's really getting belligerent. I thought it'd be fun to have him on the show again space. after so long. And you put me in the cross space, and I'm gonna be away with my Georgia peaches, <laughs> and I don't need that. I want my cross and my Georgia peaches. We thought it'd be fun to have him on the show again, but he just he, he showed up drunk, and it wasn't cool for anyone. How are you doing, Ryan? Okay, are you okay over there? Yeah, sorry, sorry. I just came back. I went to the bathroom real quickly. Anything interesting happen? You know what? No, nothing at all. That <laughs> 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 could not have been more honest of an answer. You know what? No, I guess not. Well, well that's you know that's I guess disappointing here. Uh, you know, I guess just. Uh, I guess cu- if it wasn't interesting, cut it out. I guess things went uh, on like just the- as just as planned. Oh my right god! On schedule. I- I'm out of I'm out of breath for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I- oh my god! Well, yes, that is of course, Mikey. Um, uh, th- that is of course the end of this week's episode. We've finally done it. You know, we've. Uh, uh, you know, we we've booked an entire another episode. Our one hundred episode, hundred episode, special, hundred episode, special. Will um, it ever get old? It probably will. Has we ever get old? Never. I'm never, I'm, never ever. Always twelve. <laughs> we're immortal. Uh, we're we're immortal. We're immortal here uh, on the goddamn um, episode. But Mikey, there is um, something we're forgetting. What about me? What? Wait, why can you talk now? 
I've been talking this entire time. I don't know what you're talking. What did you hear something? Sorry, I went. I went to the bathroom again. I just came back. Did something just happen? <laughs> yeah, I I thought I heard a third voice. A third voice. Well, I think on, there was a third it. voice. Not him, you fool. M E. I think he's trying to say me, but either way, what the hell is that, Mikey? I don't. I don't know. What, what is what? Uh, voice, voice speaking out into the wilderness. Who are you? What is? Wh- why are you here? What What are you doing here? What is your purpose, voice? I am your worst nightmare. Fear my randomness and potential to give you injuries. Bwahaha. The randomizer is here. Wait, the randomizer? Ah, shit. It came to life. God dang oh, it. Oh, no. What are we going to do now? It, it came to life. Oh. Haven't, we, haven't we appeased you enough? Haven't you taken enough lives? That's right, fools. I want the blood. Jesus Christ, this randomizer is dark and scary. What this I think the randomizer is slightly possessed by Gangrel. I'm I'm terrified. This randomizer is listen, we you've taken a lot of blood. I we need we, we, we can't keep doing this. But I want more. And I will get more. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, Ryan, what are we gonna do? I don't know. I think we're sort of forced to listen to whatever this says. Um, I, I, we've lost control of our own podcast. I know. First, first. I, well, I don't know what happened first, but the second time around, at least, was the randomizer coming to life and just, you know, I, I don't know. It wants blood, Mikey. It, it wants. It, it has a, a fever pitch of blood. I, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I, I, randomizer, what, what should we... I, I guess we should spin? Uh, let's see what it... I mean, let's... I'm afraid. I'm afraid what it's going to have us do. You will spin me twice to celebrate my 100th episode. Oh, okay. That was kind of a nice randomizer. Uh, all right. I guess, kinda, I guess we'll, we're going to spin the randomizer right. twice. I guess you get one. I get one. Uh, yeah, you you get one. I get one. Um, yeah, I, I forgot. It is the randomizer's 100th episode. Yeah, randomizer. Uh Listen, as much as much pain as you have given us, I will say uh, congratulations on 100. Yeah, congratulations. And we're happy to have you. Sort of. <laughs> Thanks, you fools. Bwahahaha. <laughs> this randomizer is really mean to us. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess tracks. I, 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 guess, I guess we should have expected that. We've, we've said a lot of mean things about it. Okay, Mikey, I spun the randomizer. Did you also spin the randomizer? I also spun the randomizer. Okay. Randomizer, what did I get? Ryan, you got a match interference. Okay. Um, a match interference? I got a match interference, according to the randomizer. We have to... A wrestler must interfere with a match. Interesting. Oh, boy. Should we handle that now, or should we get to yours first? I think we should... Let's figure out what we both got first, and then okay. we'll move on to booking them both. Okay, I have ideas for the for the match interference, but let, yeah, you're right. Maybe we should figure out. Oh, oh, great randomizer! What have I received on this oh most God. glorious Hundiepi special? You great randomizer! You, you, I knew you're in cahoots with this randomizer. You Ryan, we, Ryan, now that it's now that it's alive, we must appease it. <laughs> I don't gotta appease nothing. Mikey, you got a gimmick match. Give me my blood, you fool. Bwahahaha. Cough. 
Sorry, I had something in my throat. <laughs> Wait, this has a throat? How alive is this randomizer? Oh. This is wild. What are we, <laughs> this is insane. We will give. We promise we'll give you your blood. Oh my god. Okay, so we got a match interference and a god dang gimmick match. Yes. <sighs> okay. What? Okay. It's an interesting <laughs> card for both of those things to happen, huh? Uh yeah. Um, phew, I don't even know. Okay, so match interference, like in my opinion, is the easiest. Okay. Um. I think that one could easily be Kevin Owens interfering in the first match. Okay, but then how would Cesaro and Sami Zayn come up with a victory? Uh, they'd still win. Kevin Owens interfered, but it didn't work. Sure. Uh, during the match, uh, Kevin Owens interferes, but he gets kicked out. By the referee, maybe. Yeah, I like that. And then Zane, and then Zane and Cesaro able to win. Mm-hmm. So good attempt, I guess. Uh, good KO. attempt, KO. Now, Mikey, god dang gimmick match. Oof, All right, this is, a tough, this is a tougher one. Where the hell on this goddamn card? So our matches are Miz and Morrison versus Cesaro and Sami Zayn, Ember Moon versus Carmella, OC versus Birch and Lorcan, the Iconics versus Jobbers. And then Velveteen Dream, Big E, and Keith Lee. Woof. Uh, Big old oof ba boof. I think the. How can. I'm trying to think of how we can gimmick the triple threat, possibly. I'm thinking about just making the goddamn ladder match. I was thinking the same thing. Ladder match have like a contract up, up on the thing. It, it means we let go of the big, in, big ending to Keith Lee. Well, I guess I it could still happen funny. in the match, but. Yeah. Um, I like the ladder match. That's that's interesting. And then that means that next week would also have to be a ladder match. Yes. Okay. Does does the one on one match become a ladder match? Uh, yeah. Just, let's settle less, down. Less so. But that's wild that we had to do that, huh? Yeah, we got a ladder match and a. We got two ladder matches. If you want to be in a ladder match, you got to win a ladder match. You got to win a ladder match. Well, how do you like them apples, randomizer? Not only we got your got your crappy ladder match into our show, we got two ladder matches out of it. Incredible. There's your blood. That's fine. More blood for me. Now, do you mind paying for my Uber ride home? Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, my... I guess. Hit me up on the app. I guess we'll share the ride. You know, do, you want me, do you want us to Venmo you uh, or, like, Cash App you or whatever? I don't know what you exactly want. Do you have cash? Do you uh, whatever? Like, you know what Bitcoin, I mean? Bitcoin, like, maybe? Do you <laughs> Bitcoin? Do you accept the Bitcoin? I only accept Dogecoin. Okay, uh, I get, uh, we'll, we'll transfer I we the money over to you later. I guess you better invest in Dogecoin. It's a better invest in goddamn Dogecoin. Well, I guess we'll see you around, Randomizer. See you next week. See you next week, you fools. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, see you next. See you then. You guys will probably see each other first. You guys are BFFs. No. Uh, no, just no. Uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. No. No. Definitely not.
Definitely not you fools. God dang. Well, Mikey. <laughs> After two of our best bits in, in storyline history. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we are here. We are here. We've done it. 100 episodes, everybody. The Hundy Epi Special. The Hundy Epi Special. The Hundy is... Epi Special. Apparently, the Hundy Epi Special is the energy the, the randomizer needed to finally become sentient. Yes, it took 100 years to get to get here, but the randomizer has done it. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Hundy Epi Special. This, the most insane episode we have ever done. Um, thank you, everybody, so much. Uh, like we said before, uh, you know, whether you're a first timer, you're a last timer. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Um, you know, we have a bunch more stuff in store for you, Mikey. We had a teaser for the beginning of the episode, and I think it's time to reveal it. Would you like to do the honors? Why, well, sure thing, Ryan. Our big announcement is that after our, Wrest- our WrestleMania special, this is the drum roll. After our WrestleMania special. We will be also booking Raw. What? What a rush. I don't know. Uh, yes. Uh, in fact, yes, Mikey and I have decided that we are going to be booking SmackDown and Raw. SmackDown versus Raw, actually. SmackDown versus Raw, baby. SmackDown versus Raw 2020. The games are coming back. Mm-hmm. GM mode, baby. Uh yeah we've we've just, we talked about it we decided uh, we still got stuff in store to plan you know we got some time but we do know we don't know who is going to do which show but one of us is going to do SmackDown one of us is going to do Raw and we are going to book our own shows it's going to be yeah. literally like GM mode SmackDown versus Raw um uh yeah it, we're going to make it a little more simplified obviously one of us isn't going to be booking a two hour show but the other one's booking a three hour show that's a little unfair. It might simplify some other matches and booking segment stuff, you know, just make it a little bit easier, you know, not to do like a million storylines at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we, we have these, we've talked about it, we have these plans, and that's right when, after WrestleMania is over, uh, when we get into the draft, and Mikey, we are doing a legit draft. You oh, and yeah. I will sit down at the entire roster and draft our own superstars, starting from scratch. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. We're going to finally do... We're fi- we're, bo- we're finally going to have control here of almost all the brands. Yes, we're going to have full control of all the brands. We're not NXT because you know what the hell the hell happens over there. No one gives a shit about NXT UK. But officially, we are going to be in the new cycle in season three. If season one was about long term storytelling and becoming bookers, season two was about dealing with rolling with the punches and dealing with the randomizer coming to life. Season three is SmackDown versus Raw, GM mode, baby. We are doing it. Oh yeah, I'm really long excited. Awaited. This is gonna be cool. Yeah, long awaited. Fans have been clamoring it for it. Yeah. So uh, now I think get, we'll, one of us is gonna be taking Raw, the other's gonna be taking SmackDown, and we're gonna fight. Yeah. Uh, and I think the best best bit about it is that we're gonna have to roll the randomizer on each other. So it's just gonna Ooh. make it even more fun. Uh, the randomizer's coming along. All his injuries and everything will still be happening, and they'll USA be giving him to Fox, each other. baby. USA versus Fox. Show me the car, USA. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is ha- that is a big announcement. So in several weeks, we'll be doing SmackDown versus Raw. So get ready, folks. Uh, and I think part of it is also we're going to be like doing voting on Twitter. So like every week, you can vote on 
who's like who had a better show or whatever um mm-hmm. in your opinion um uh, but yeah but again you can follow us on twitter at the, at the books pod to do those things when that happens in a couple weeks but wanted to announce that i i think the big thing also to in part of that announcement we're not going to be doing like a show on monday and a show on friday it's going to be a show on friday hit the books on friday and uh one person is going to just say what happened on raw one person is going to say what happened on smackdown and that's basically mm-hmm. going to be the show moving forward um so exciting stuff we are very much excited um you know, plans are being made and we're you know shuffling things around and getting storylines written out um and we're you know we're, we're i'm ready i'm ready baby yeah i'm really excited it's gonna be awesome but until then of course you can follow us on twitter at the books pod uh certainly there'll be way more announcements down the pipeline when it gets uh gets going so mm-hmm. get ready for that subscribe to the this podcast feed subscribe to the podcast feed of your choice and if you want to like get more people involved get more get get some friends tell some people definitely tell them in person tell them online tell them all this stuff add us add hit the books pod but even better you can leave a review on itunes uh what that does is it, it, it's good for the algorithms you know all the itunes algorithms that's confusing to a lot of people because i know like a lot of podcasts are like it's good for the algorithms legitimately it's like it, just by leaving a review taking like two minutes out of your day leaving a review leaving some a five meatball review um six meatball review obviously um mm-hmm. then uh it legit helps more people find the show so if you want more people to find the show all you have to do is leave a review and we would greatly appreciate it if you can do that yeah so we, definitely we recently learned that you can get six star reviews outside of tokyo dome so we got to get out of that closet finally Oh my God! Yeah, now we're living in Chicago, so I guess that's fine. But uh, you know, we're finally out of the goddamn closet. God, and it was so close because you know, Gino Gambino was like right on her tail, and it was starting to get a little expensive flying out to Tokyo every week. Oh, I'm, yeah, I mean, well, we didn't have to fly out of Tokyo because we were trapped in the closet. You're right. Yeah, yeah we, so. we we couldn't leave, or else they would find us out. Yeah, they were running uh, low on food in there. <laughs> yes, uh, Jesus. We were running desperately low on food. But yes, follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. Subscribe to the podcast feed of your choice. Uh, and obviously, you'll get more of this, this show. You'll get the SmackDown vs. Raw show when it happens um, in the uh, new season. Uh, plus, you, of course, you'll continue getting Mikey's Indy 500. Yeah. Uh, last week, Mikey uh, uh, wasn't feeling so hot, uh, so he didn't put an episode. But this Saturday is going to be a huge episode. Right, Mikey? Yes. 20. We're reviewing, instead of the normal 10, we're doing a 20 whole matches i did not want the matches i watched last week to go to waste so i've decided that we're gonna do a big 20 episode special coming up this saturday we're reviewing them all tune in it's gonna be great it's going to i'm super excited i have been like recommending more matches to you uh under the under the text message chain Mm -hmm. and i was just like here more matches i was like here's a couple stardom free matches that are pretty good Oh, by the way, look at Ring of Honor. They have, like, between now and Saturday, 21 matches they're putting out. Go check that out. Jeez. <clears throat> yeah, they, they it. and it's, like, good one. I watched the – so Ring of Honor, if you don't know, is putting out a bunch of free matches because to celebrate their 18 years or whatever being a company. Mm-hmm. So they're putting out, like, these collections. And I watched the first one, which was CM Punk and Ring of Honor. Neat. Which it was really fun. But, like, when I was watching, it was like, oh, this is, like, a legit collection of matches because there is a story through these three matches. Whoa, really? Yeah. Cool. It, it, you'll, if you watch it, Mikey, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But it's, like, legit. It's, like, it sets up a story of 
CM Punk announcing that he's leaving Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. CM Punk's last match and Ring of Honor. And then what happens after that? Neat. I'm trying to not spoil things. But also, it's like it, it doesn't go into too detail. You also have to pay attention to commentary to fill you in on the gaps. But it's like, oh, man, it does a really good job. So I'm really happy with Ring of Honor for doing that. So I don't. this isn't a plug for Ring of Honor. This is a goddamn plug for our goddamn show. Add Hit the Books Pod. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast feed for your choice. We get all those free shows. Um, and we definitely recommend leaving review. We would definitely appreciate it. More people can find the show. And we get even bigger in the process. And we all have to do is thank you. We've done 100 episodes of this Hit the Book show. Every single week we've sat down to do it. And, you know, we're so proud, so happy to be able to do this and show the show. And just prove that, you know, I don't want to say that anyone could be a booker. But, like, just prove that, like, you know, you could do it. It's, yeah. like, we could, you could do it. You know, the whole thing is that we put our minds to it. We're like, you know, this is goddamn tough. But, you know, I got a, uh, the greatest co-host in the world. And the two of us, uh, you know, we put in the time. We've done the hustle. And it's it's really tough to book, but I'm really happy of all the storylines that we've done over the years. Um, yeah, I can't wait for many more to come. Yeah, me too. I can't wait for season three. I can't wait for WrestleMania. I can't wait for everything to come. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. It's going to rule. It's going to be awesome. So, yes, yeah, stay tuned for more. Uh, until next time, everybody. For the 100th time, we've got two words for you. Book it.